Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. An Erio's original. Hello and welcome to Web Crawlers, the podcast where we do a deep dive into some of our favorite mysteries. Each week we will introduce our topic, lay out our research and findings, reveal some conspiracy theories, and conclude with our own hypothesis. I'm Ali Siegel, and today we are so lucky to have special guest co-host, or actually host, Elle, or Rachel, 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 if you're French. <laughs> Did I do it right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Rachel. Perfect. Making it easier for the English speakers as L, but for those who want to try, Rachel is fine too. That's far too kind. Uh, Tell us a little bit about yourselves as uh, yourself as much as you want to, because you're going to have to come on the podcast again, because you just told me something insane uh, before we started. Uh, You're messaging us on Patreon about some stuff. that I didn't look at, unfortunately. But t- tell us a little bit about yourself as much as you want to. Yeah, sure. Um, I am a full-time small business manager and a part-time teacher. I normally teach uh, world religions, world history, social studies, uh, indigenous history. And um, I uh, I did seven years of uni, would have stayed longer if it was free. But unfortunately, that's not the world we live in. Um, yeah. I was kind of debating what I wanted to do this episode on because I had multiple ideas. And one of them was about um, the uh, brain's uh, capacity of creating false memories in order for us to cope with certain traumatic experiences uh, that often happens when people are uh, kidnapped or suffer any kind of abuse. I wanted to do it on that because I myself was kidnapped when I was a toddler And um, I had a little bit of experience in that kind of stuff, which made me research it a little bit more as an adult when I was ready to look into it. Yeah, I can only imagine. First of all, I'm so sorry that you went through that. 
Um, and we have the most interesting listeners I've ever I've ever experienced, I think. So you'll if you want to, you'll definitely have to come on and, and talk about that again if you ever want to. But wow, what an incredible thing that you actually decided to look into and what an interesting topic. That would be a, like a fascinating book as well. You know, it's 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 you know, we talked about with Teal Swan too, like the false implantation of memories and all that kind of stuff, you know. Um Absolutely. It's a it's a really fascinating uh topic. To that effect, we're doing something very different today, but just as interesting. Um, <laughs> a little a little funner than that subject. <laughs> yes, uh, a, a little lighter, uh, but uh, Rachel L., please tell us what is our main episode on today? All right. So our main episode is on the lizard people. Um, <laughs> and I, uh, I've always been kind of interested in this subject, but it's usually a subject that is reserved for deep conspiracy heads, at least back in the yes. day. However, it's become part of our pop culture and media language. Actually, yeah. even the episode that was recently released by the podcasters that so fucked up, they like briefly mentioned like Mark, Mark Zuckerberg is such a yeah, lizard, a person. lizard person. And, yeah. and I was like, I was like that Leo meme from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I was like, that's that's what I'm doing it on. That's yeah. it right there. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> like, yeah. So um, yeah, that's what the episode's gonna be about today. As we like to say, let's get into it. <laughs> All right. So the reptilian conspiracy has been growing in popularity alongside others, thanks to the internet pop culture and the 24-hour media machine. The reptilians, or lizard people, were usually only known to deep conspiracy heads or those into the occult and supernatural. Basically, before the internet, if you didn't have a local occult bookshop or weren't subscribed to any sci-fi publishings that tethered on the a on the new age systems, you would be less than likely to come across any breadcrumbs of this conspiracy. Yeah, I mean, this was definitely like before the internet and all that kind of stuff. This was like Fate magazine or people who are really into weird new age stuff thought about the lizard people. This wasn't, you know, you or me or your neighbor thinking about this kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the first time I heard the term was like in some 90s goth bar. <laughs> and yes. that was like way back in the day where and I was just like, you're you're weirder than I want right now. I'm going. <laughs> yeah, like I'm going home. Yeah. Also, thank you for going to goth bars. <laughs> oh, of course. They were they I were my jam for you. a while in the 90s for sure. <laughs> oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> so you've mostly likely heard the term lizard person as it's commonly used as a slur or a joke. Once yeah. used to refer to the global world elite, this language is now used for Hollywood A-listers, top-selling musicians, high-earning influencers, and of course, politicians and billionaire CEOs. Hillary Clinton, Jeff Bezos, Beyonce, Jay-Z, and Mark Zuckerberg have all been accused of being reptilians. Yeah, so, like Illuminati stuff, right? Like, like Illuminati are reptilians. In mm -hmm. some cases, yes. We're, okay. we're going to get into that. We'll There's, get into it. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> so just who are the reptilians and where did this conspiracy come from? 
That in itself is a multi-episode question. <laughs> this conspiracy is messy and it lives for drama. Oh Just like Lizard people are a messy bitch. <laughs> they are. Just like other systems of belief, human beings can cherry pick to their liking in order to support their own biases and worldviews. Mm. So I'm going to try to stick to the basics. Today, we're going to take a look at just some of the roots of this conspiracy, some influential moments and people within its development, and why I'm always worried about the wild shit people believe in because it usually ends in murder. That's right. That's so true. It's all fun and games until someone loses a life. That's honestly really true. Like, if you, that's how things like Pizzagate happen and mm-hmm. are like people like, climb onto a conspiracy and then it goes haywire. Yeah. Suddenly you're convinced there's a basement where children are being held hostage when there actually isn't any basement. Yeah. And then like you kill. Yeah. It's crazy. Yes. Continue. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So who are the reptilians? So this is my BBB, my basic bimbo breakdown. We have to, we have to like coin this. This is so good. (laughs) You can make a t-shirt. I don't need any money from it as long as I get one. I'm fine with it. Yes. Basic bimbo breakdown. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So the reptilians are a race that live here on earth disguised as human beings using either science, magic, or shape-shifting. That's kind of a combination of both in my opinion to do so whether they are from earth or another planet differs from belief systems but there are a few common aspects of this belief the first is that they're not human they're not mammals and although they are humanoid so humanoid for those of you who don't know just means similar exterior body limb proportions and movements as humans so for example uh bigfoot he would be a humanoid creature. Got it. Yeah. Right. Uh, they're, in fact, cold-blooded beings who secretly rule over humanity and hide in plain sight as political leaders and other powerful entities on the world stage. Of course. The second is that they're evil. Even those who believe they created us believe they did so with nefarious intentions, such as to create a slave race or to feed on us. How they feed on us ranges from our energy to our blood. Oh, shit. I hadn't heard about this, about feeding on like like energetic vampire kind of thing or even literally feeding on us. Yeah, very much so. We're going to get into that. And uh, that in itself is also quite messy. (laughs) Yeah, Jesus. So they are, they have been connected to the Illuminati, as you were talking about, the powerful secret council that controls every country on the planet, and the Anunnaki. So the Anunnaki are a group of deities of the ancient Sumerian, Akkadian, Assyrian, and Babylonians. Sometimes being both, sometimes being one, and sometimes being one ruling over the other group. They have also been connected to the older texts, such as scriptures from the Old Testament story of Genesis. Uh, and I apologize for anyone who doesn't want to like hear any scripture reading, but I always find this one thing fascinating in yeah. the uh, Genesis, because in my studies uh, for religious studies and conspiracies and cults, I see this quoted so many times to back up what they are trying to talk about. So in Genesis 1:26, then God said, let us make human beings in our image to be like us. They will reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, the livestock, 
all the wild animals on the earth and the small animals that scurry along the ground. So reptilian and Anunnaki conspiracy theorists often point to the pluralism in this verse as a sign that the God in this verse was actually multiple gods and that those gods created human beings by enhancing the DNA of our ape ancestors, sometimes splicing it with their own. But that's another story. It's always so fascinating to me how people take biblical scripture or testament and then kind of just see it through whatever perspective they want in order to make their conspiracy make sense for them. Oh, absolutely. Ancient aliens and the History Channel have basically become a hub for that kind of stuff. It's always really really funny. Yeah. And they often pull from... um, certain scripture that didn't quite make it in the newest editions of the Bibles, the older scripture. Yeah. Like the book of Enoch and whatnot that talk about the Nephilim who are supposed to be aliens as well. Giants who mated with women on earth, a bunch of stuff like that. So yeah, there's, there, there's a lot going on there and there's a lot of interpretation and a lot of mistranslation as well. Oh, wow. That's crazy. (laughs) It really is bonkers. But it's so fun. And that's why I love it. Yeah, I was gonna, I'm like, so interested in this kind of stuff. This is, this is great. Okay, continue. But then I might need you to come back for another episode just on like the Bible. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> no worries. I studied it for years. And I'm I'm ready to talk about it in a fun way. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. All righty. So I'm going to start us off with the reptilian lore timeline. And before I start okay, us great. off, I just want to say that Reptilian lore has been around for so long. Getting back to the Bible, if you look at some of the stories of Eve in the garden and the snake, the snake actually had legs and arms. It was actually a four-creatured animal before God caught it doing what it was doing with Eve and said, you will now crawl on your belly and so will your descendants. So this and along with a lot of other stories around the world about reptilian, cold-blooded creatures and monsters contribute to all of this lore. But I'm not going to go that deep into it. I'm just going to start where some of the stories that are affecting the world today started. Okay. So in 1888, The Secret Doctrine, the Synthesis of Science, Religion, and Philosophy was a two-volume work published by Helena Blavatsky and contained the concepts that were derived from the marriage of the occult and science of the 1800s. This coincided with modern ideas such as spiritualism. I'm pretty sure you and Melissa looked into spiritualism for a bit. Uh, Yeah, and I was going to say, I legit have this book. Oh, do you really? these books. Yeah, oh, no my way. grandma, when she passed away, left <gasps> me like a series of her books. Are you serious? Which I haven't read. I mean, because they're gigantic. Yeah, um, they're huge. But Yeah, they're huge. But yeah, she left me her books that she that she had of hers, I guess. Amazing. You're going to have to go look at the passages I talk about. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. I yeah. was just looking what, when you said that I was looking on my bookshelf to see if they were there, but I don't I don't know where I put them. <laughs> so, um. It coincided with modern ideas such as spiritualism, which was peaking at the time as scientific advancements demanded reasoning and a materialistic explanation of the immaterial world. Blavatsky claimed to reconcile ancient Eastern wisdom with modern science. 
In her second volume, bloodlines play a large role. She discusses root races, and among these are the dragon men, a reptilian type of humanoid. Oh, good. Yeah. Glad just my grandma was into this. <laughs> hey, hey, you, you, you can't look at the past through a present lens yeah. sometimes, you know? I'm sure she had no ill intentions. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, so Blavatsky also claimed that inferior races lacked a sacred spark within them. I'm that- just kidding. My grandma did not have these books and she did not leave them to me. We can we can edit that out, Allie. It's all yeah. good. The power, the power of technology. Maria, edit those out. Uh, so she said they lacked the sacred spark within them that prevented them from evolving to the status such as some other races like the Aryans basically white people so as Darwin's theories were becoming known she used his ideas as many anthropologists scientists and Nazi leaders would by trying to justify their racism with science Yes, this is straight up (laughs) eugenics. Yeah. Yeah, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Like many conspiracy theories, the reptilian conspiracy and its proponents, even 130 years ago, is full of white supremacy in its roots, its leaves, the whole damn trees infected. Fuck. At the time, her books were classified as nonfiction, even though most analysts believed it was mostly fiction. Nonfiction? Oh my God, that's insane. Yeah, say that you could be like reptilian humanoids and they're like, this is true. Absolutely. <laughs> and of course, if you're someone just looking for a book and it's classified as nonfiction over 100 years ago. Yeah, you're going to you're going to you're going to believe that it's true and you're going to read this and you're going to start believing this and then you're going to pass on these beliefs. And that's what happens. Yeah, I was going to say you're going to pass this on generationally. And then that's how these like theme parks of like dinosaurs aren't real <laughs> happen, you know? <laughs> yeah. Or, or yeah. Or we we lived alongside them. Yeah. You know? <laughs> we brought them in the ark. They came yeah. with us. <laughs> It's crazy. Oh, so lovely. Mm. <laughs> so in 1929, The Shadow Kingdom published in Weird Tales. So Weird Tales, mm. I'm sure some of some of your listeners have heard of this magazine. It's a horror yeah. fiction pulp magazine. Um, Robert E. Howard creates The Serpent Men, a fictional race created for his King Call stories. In these tales, the serpent men were created by the demon Set and ruled areas of prehistoric Earth. Set is the name of an Egyptian god, and the influence is not surprising. Many roots uh, of conspiracies find their way to Egypt. So, Uh, I mean, just look at ancient aliens and all that stuff. Yeah, for sure. It's all about Egypt, and there's no way we could have built those pyramids you know i know yeah it's like of course they didn't it had to be aliens yeah if it wasn't if it wasn't white people it had to be aliens it was an aliens yeah yeah Yeah. so hp lovecraft um and other authors would use these stories as inspirations for their own works about reptilians so these stories were just about serpent men and humanoids with scaled skin and snake-like heads they possess magical abilities the most common of which is the use of illusion to disguise themselves as human beings so this is where we really start to see that they are among us but they are looking like human beings okay so in the 1940s a description of rainbow uh, city the hefferlin manuscript 
W.C. Hefferlin and his wife had been circulating this story since the 1940s. They sent it to Raymond A. Palmer in 1947. Palmer just so happened to be the editor of the American science fiction magazine, Amazing Stories, who also had a tendency of presenting these stories as true to the magazine's growing audience. So here's another case of, yeah, this is all true. Please, please believe. So the piece. It's like, what was that uh, magazine? Oh, God, my grandma used to love that also. (laughs) I'm like 14 times. No. Oh, it was no the National Enquirer. Oh, Bat Boy. <laughs> yeah, Bat Boy, and like this woman yeah. just gave birth to an alien. Yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. You know, it's like all this stuff. Gosh. Yeah, I used to love that. It was always at the cash whenever you'd go to a store yes. or something like that. Yeah, hundred uh-huh. percent. As, as a kid, I was like, oh my god, there, there's a yeah. Bat Boy. It's true. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah. You, oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> so. uh The piece describes the certain people as man's relentless and ancient foe. The manuscript Mm. alleges that mankind is not from Earth at all, but that we as a species have been migrating throughout space as we go through cycles of our civilization rising and falling. It's through these space travels that the manuscript states that human beings came across the reptiles who walk like men for the first time, but not the last time. We settled on Mars in our current solar system, but the humans and reptilians were always at war. And because of this, Mars and its resources went to shit. So our ancestors, I know, right? (laughs) We just keep doing it. We keep doing it. Yeah. So our ancestors sent some people to Earth and set up a colony and was in it is in what is now Antarctica. The city called Rainbow City is the height of technology in all human history, including today. And I see a lot of correlation between Rainbow City to Atlantis and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So the manuscript is ridiculously detailed, going into little things like chemical formulas for plastics and refrigeration systems in Rainbow City. Reading it literally melted my brain. I had to go for a nap after reading it. It was just it was too much. It was intense. But I have a I have a link at the end that to the whole manuscript. If you uh, if you want to do that to yourself, we have to. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I've been having trouble sleeping. So this is actually good. (laughs) It'll, oh, it'll, really? it'll definitely put you to sleep. It's just yeah, uh, that's perfect. Yeah, it's 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 a snoozer. That's for sure. <laughs> that's crazy. So 1947, the ever so popular Roswell incident. After yeah. the events of Roswell, New Mexico, the crash spaceship and little green men inside abduction stories increased drastically. And the types of alien species within these descriptions started to really differ in appearance and goals. Some were benevolent beings who looked very human-like. Some were described as what we now call the greys, the tall, thin, emotionless, large-headed, large-eyed aliens who have become common in sci-fi from films like Fire in the Sky to shows like The X-Files. Yeah. Fire in the Sky scarred me for life as a kid, by the way. No 12-year-old should watch it. I don't know what that is. What is Fire in the Sky? It's based on a true story of oh, abduction or something um yes it, no. uh, it might be there's a couple of of books that are quote-unquote true stories of abduction uh fire in the sky travis walton uh disappeared for a few days a bunch of friends saw him get 
abducted by a ship um, and he came oh, back see, yeah. and it was one of the cases where they uh, passed a lie detector test about the questioning of the aliens and whatnot. Anyways, it was a whole thing. Um, but there's a lot of like, you know, stuff about like how it might not have been. And, you know, it, it's. Oh, yeah, I see it now. And absolutely fire in the sky. Yeah. Terrifying. <laughs> As the first time I had seen aliens on screens and uh, is that movie actually connects to the stuff I was talking about earlier in regards to like the kidnapping and the false memories and whatnot. These visuals that people would see of people being kidnapped and suddenly putting that into their memory gaps of what happened to them and whatnot. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. So after the Roswell incident and the need to start classifying aliens was uh, green skin, scales, forked tongues, yellow eyes, and military-like group structure became an abductee account feature of reptilian and lizard men starting in the 1960s so we're getting to a big one here which is the v franchise and i'm sure some of your listeners are familiar with the show v if not the original miniseries the newer one that came out in 2009 till 2011 
I'm not. I haven't heard of this. So this was a pretty big deal. When I told my brother about the podcast that I was writing, he was like, you have to talk about the... (laughs) And he's he's 50 and he was like all about V when it came out. Him and my sister, they were just bonkers for it. Apparently it was a huge deal. It was that show that all the kids would talk about the next day at school and whatnot. Very, very big. So in 1983, a science fiction franchise about a genocidal invading alien race known as the Visitors, who are reptilian humanoids disguised as human beings trying to take over Earth, started. It depicts the human reaction to these events, including the resistance group attempting to stop them and the other humans who collaborate with the aliens for power and personal wealth. The two-part television miniseries V aired in 1983. It was followed by a three-part miniseries in 1984. And then the series was rebooted in 2009 and lasted until 2011. I'm so surprised I haven't heard of this because this seems like right up my alley. This isn't like a Canadian show, is it? It's it was oh, no. no, it's on it was on here. Yeah. Yeah, it has it has like one of the women from Lost in it. It has a mm-hmm. uh, Joel Gretsch in it who I don't know what he's from, but I recognize him. Scott Wolf's in it. Um Morris Chestnut. Oh yeah, there's like I'm going to check this out. This looks really good actually. Did you watch it? Um, I actually just watched a here's what these about video <laughs> after my brother raved about it. I was like, mm, I'm busy. I don't have time to watch. Yeah, all I don't this. have time I to actually watch it. Yeah. Yeah. So I just watched like a recap of what was going on in the show. <laughs> if you've watched this show, please let us know if we should actually watch the show or not, or if we should just watch recap videos of it on YouTube. <laughs> let us let us know. <laughs> but V was basically a blueprint for, you know, this is it. This is what we're going to start believing. This is what the lizard people are. Um, wow. And it's pretty much what the next entry is all about, which is David Icke. 1998, who released his book, The Biggest Secret. So if you're not familiar with David Icke, let me paint a picture. Think Alex Jones, but British. He's a former athlete turned supplement, alternative medicine seller, radio host, brave political figure, author, and all around, I'm not anti-Semitic, but he's clearly an anti-Semitic Holocaust denier sleazeball. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) His views and conspiracy peddling eventually got him kicked out of the Green political party and basically out of the UK itself. Wow. Yeah. Good. But wow. He must be really intense. He was very intense, actually. He's the type of person where you're just like, is this a grift or did you grift so hard you believe your grift? You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He also claimed on TV in 1990 or 1991 that he was the son of God um, and, uh, you know, made a lot of comparisons to Jesus's life and whatnot. Um, So it's not just the alien stuff. It seemed like he tried some other things and then he was like, Oh, actually, this is this is what's getting me money. I'll yeah, do this he, instead. He, he was throwing everything but the kitchen sink at uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much some popularity. Yeah, 
So Ike has claimed the reptilians were responsible for events such as Princess Diana's death. Since the royal family are allegedly all reptilians and they saw Diana as a threat to their plans. He's also claimed that they are responsible for the assassination of JFK and for 9-11. He's basically blaming them for every everything. Everything. Yeah. Uh, You might also know him from a more recent conspiracy when in 2020, he tweeted to his 382,000 followers that COVID-19 was not caused by the virus, but by 5G towers. Yeah. Yeah. He's the guy we need to thank for popularizing that anti-vaxxer QAnon tidbit. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And people just people just ran with it. So, yeah. He was banned after saying that, but, you know, by then thousands of people had already seen it, right? Yeah. It like doesn't matter if you're banned or not. You've already put that into the zeitgeist and people will clutch on to that. Yeah, absolutely. So his book, The Biggest Secret, published in 1998, would be the most in-depth report on the reptilians anyone had read to date. He would be the one to formally connect the reptilians to the Anunnaki, as mentioned, and claimed they were from the draconian star system. To Ike, (laughs) yeah, of course, (laughs) to Ike, the reptilians had come to Earth ages ago and created a species of humanoids called the Babylonian Brotherhood who are the Illuminati, to rule over human beings. These overseers feed on fear and negative energy. Fear-mongering of the people is basically their fast food buffet. As stated above, Ike named names and said this New World Order elite includes people like the Rothschilds, the Bush family, Hillary and Bill Clinton, Obama, and so on. My God. Yeah. <clears throat> the Roth the Rothschilds are also another huge source of, you know, conspiracy theorists conspiracy. lore. Um, and usually it's my like go to to knowing that they are anti-Semitic because they're just like, yeah, I want to attack yeah. a, a powerful Jewish family, Jewish family and I'm going to put this in like that. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It'd be it'd be one thing if it was like equal around the board but that family always seems to be in the most prominent positions in these conspiracy theories so yeah I mean I feel like there's definitely a tie between well like you said anti-semitism eugenics and conspiracy theories for sure whenever blood or bloodlines is involved it's, yeah, it's like, always it's always that. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, you're just racist. Always, that's what this is. Yeah, that's that's what's going on here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh so in 2008, Lizard People for Senate. <laughs> Lucas Davenport wrote Lizard People on his Senate ballot in Minnesota as a joke because he didn't actually like any of the candidates. Even if he wasn't being serious, media outlets picked up the story and a bunch of people were exposed to the language, looking it up on the internet and coming across the messy web of stories, including David Icke's writings, as they were the newest, most documented influence on the conspiracy. That's why I feel like this stuff is dangerous, even when you do it in jest. Like, I don't know much about the this YouTube people who are like birds are fake or whatever. Birds aren't real. Yeah. Birds aren't real. Like, I don't know a lot about these people, but I feel like even doing those kinds of things as a joke, like there's some people who will 
latch on to that and take it seriously and then like take it a step further you know like it's just scary there's some there's some people in this world who are scary yeah it's a finally yeah yeah extra extra read all about it (laughs) but there's some there's some scary people in this world who will just latch on to ideas and not i don't know yeah yeah for sure and as per what you were just saying, a recent poll shows that 4% of Americans believe in some form of the reptilian conspiracy. So 4% oh might God. not seem like that much. But if you consider the population of the USA, that's 12 million believers. I was that's- just about to try to do the math. I'm glad you did it. That's, <laughs> that's insane. Yeah. 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 12 million. 12 million people in the United States of America believe in reptilians. Yeah. So that's not counting the believers in other countries. The internet creates. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's the next T-shirt. We're so fucked. Yeah, we're so fucked. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Web crawlers. (laughs) We're so fucked. Yeah. (laughs) The the internet creates an interconnected space where like minds can meet and any belief system can find its echo chamber online. Those spaces can be dangerous because the ideas within are not challenged, but instead supported as they evolve from theory to truth. There are even methods documented and practiced by some believers on how to spot reptilians posing as humans. Low blood pressure, strange scars on the body, red hair. Look out, gingers. I was about to say, like, I'm legit a reptilian. I have low blood pressure. I have I have scars on my body from taking off like pre-cancerous <laughs> moles. I just dyed my hair red. Look out, you're a candidate. Yeah, I'm a candidate. <laughs> so perhaps someone seems too interested in outer space. Uh-oh. <laughs> Just some of the things that some believers look out for. So there's actually videos and tutorials on how to spot reptilians. You can find them online on, you know, special pages like 4chan and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. That that dumpster fire is, has everything. Yeah. Oh, uh, so like any conspiracy involving bloodlines and the offering, the othering of people, this conspiracy has attached itself to circles of belief like eugenics anti- and anti-Semitism. Mm-hmm. Reptilians drinking blood connects anti-Semitic views rooted in the blood libel theory, which is the anti-Semitic lie that Jewish people would ritualistic, uh, ritualistically murder children for their blood, which became just one of many false justifications for the prosecution of the Jews. Wow. Yeah. I never the- knew that. I'm Jewish and I never knew that. That's crazy. Yeah, I only learned about it when I uh, took um, Jewish studies in university and we learned the history of the blood libel and how far back it goes. And it's it's absolutely horrific. Crazy. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. Uh, So reptilians are said to murder children and adults for their blood. But in my research, I've seen so many parallels to white supremacist beliefs from the past and present that I fear that these beliefs can inspire is in like minded, perhaps tiki torch wielding individuals. Yeah, 100 percent. Yeah. Uh, There have been examples of these beliefs manifesting themselves into real life uh, acts of violence. So I'm going to get into that. Uh, Some of this stuff is a little bit 
uh, hard to listen to, but I think our listeners will be okay considering. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Thank you. (laughs) I believe in you. (laughs) Believe in you guys. Yeah. So on January first, two thousand nineteen, Bucky Wolf of Seattle posts a message on Facebook that states, "I will dash you lizards to pieces like pottery and scatter your bones to the winds." Oh my god! So very poetic, but very scary. Yeah, yeah. I know that, <laughs> that is are... kind of like written gorgeously, like yeah. as bad as bad as that sentiment is. I mean, that is beautifully written. I think he just played a lot of Legend of Zelda because that's basically what you yeah. do in the game. So it's fine. Oh my god, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. So Wolf, then a member of QAnon Facebook groups and of the Proud Boys. Remember, 2019 oh, was before a lot of this stuff was pushed out of social media. Oh, yeah. Who also had mental health issues, was a vocal supporter of President Trump and of multiple conspiracy theories on social media. Like many, Wolf's exposure to conspiracy theories were at a minimum exacerbated by social media. A look into his YouTube habits shows his path going from videos about music and fitness to anti-SJW content to free energy, Alex Jones, to white nationalist channels, and then to QAnon. Wolf then finds himself liking videos that mainstream QAnoners would have found a bit extreme, like the reptilian conspiracy. The slow evolution of Wolf's interests would manifest into an act of murder. On January 6th, yeah. On January 6th of 2019, just five days after his fake Facebook post, 26-year-old Bucky Wolf stabbed his brother, 28-year-old James Wolf, in the head with a four-foot a four-foot-long sword, killing him. Oh my God. Bucky then called the police and told them he had just killed his brother because God told me he was a lizard person. When detectives did arrive, he claimed that they too were turning into lizards. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, pretty horrific stuff, you know, to Yeah. I can't even imagine what was going. James was um he was part of the military. He had three children and a wife. He was just at the his parents' house hanging out with his brother. To think that your sibling would do that to you, you know, let alone anyone, but to have your sibling do that to you, it just That's I don't know, it just horrible. feels feels terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So in a bit of internet sleuthing, I was able to find a YouTube page belonging to Bucky Wolf listed under the name Cybin Wolf. I still can't believe these videos are still up, but they are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The video stopped being uploaded three years ago when he would have been arrested for the murder of his brother. The page has video uploads of conspiracy theories, as well as a now unsettling music video created by the user in which he swings and brandishes a few weapons like a hunting knife and what appears to be a sword while claiming to be a fully trained samurai lurking in the night with a blade on my side strapped to my belt tight. Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, who, who among us haven't known those boys who love swords, you know, like exactly sword boys, like they're always talking about horse girls, but sword boys, they're the real problem. Yeah, Yeah. I know. See, I almost just, I almost just ruined a movie. (laughs) (laughs) You know what movie I'm talking about? Uh, I think so. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No spoilers. Yeah, I won't do a spoiler. I almost just ruined a movie. Okay, continue. (laughs) So in his final video, uh, which was posted at the end of December 2018, he shows the pillows and sheets on his bed 
claiming that multiple gray stains on them were actually his blood. He says he realized that it was his blood that was spilt overnight by an attack he suffered by the lizard people. However, the blood was cleaned by angels and that because he was uninjured, that it meant he was living proof of the lizard's doom. I couldn't help but feel really bad for him and his family. If only he had received the help he needed instead of the comments of encouragement and where we go one, we go all remarks at the time. Oh, God. Yeah, it's because there is that like mob mentality of all these people cheering each other on and being like, this is true. This is real. Oh, God. Absolutely. And even if it's just a couple of people saying that kind of thing, sometimes it's enough for a certain person in that mental state to be inspired and feel like what yeah. they think is true. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So we're going to move on to the next person. In August 2021, Matthew Taylor Coleman murdered his two young children out of fear they'd grow up to be to become snake-like monsters in what prosecutors say was a double murder inspired by the QAnon conspiracy cult. So I know you and Melissa talked about this uh, on your podcast, but I don't know if um, we talked about the roots of the conspiracy that was behind why he actually murdered his children. Probably he took, not. I don't even remember talking about it. So. <laughs> yeah, it was, ki- it was kind of a big thing last year yeah. that this was revealed. He took his two-year-old son and 10-month-old daughter to Mexico and killed them with a spear fishing gun. He Jesus was later Christ. stopped at the border on his way back into the USA, where he allegedly told the FBI agent that there he, he had been enlightened by QAnon and Illuminati conspiracies. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, Christmas Day of 2020, Anthony Quinn Warner rigged his SUV as an explosive device and set off a bomb in Nashville, Tennessee. The explosion damaged 41 buildings and injured three people. The explosion also killed him. But before this act, he sent packages to his friends. These packages described his beliefs about the secret government elite of lizard people taking over the planet. So stories like these are heartbreaking, but they are common when conspiracy theories spread. Sometimes a small group of believers can cause some real damage at the behest of a leader or if the foundation on which it is built is crumbling. Sometimes when a belief spreads to many people, it's really just a luck of the draw that someone will use it to support their day to wake up and choose violence. And of course, mental illness can cause a shift in our thoughts as well as our actions. Absolutely. Yeah. Warner, Coleman, and Wolf have no excuse for what they did, and it's not my intent to give them one. However, when I study cases like these, I find that it's never just one conspiracy pushing someone over the edge. It's usually a combination of multiple things, events and mental, environmental, intergenerational factors. The type of mind that people like David Icke profit from by, in this case, selling a tale of an elite secret race feeding off the negativity in your life, pointing the finger at the alleged true source of your hardships. Like many cult leaders, the loudest pushers of these beliefs often don't even really believe it themselves, but they certainly love the adoration and financial influx it brings. Believers often can't see the true face of the fear monger before them, the one they look to for answers in their time of confusion. Helplessness and fear is usually the one using that state to their advantage. And to me, that's the true shapeshifter, the true human in disguise, the one pretending to be there to help them. 
I feel like I just like got a TED talk in <laughs> conspiracy theory. That was so I love just like the the that it wasn't just about like lizard people. That is just like the underlying themes that are way more important, like in society, you know, that cause these kinds of beliefs as well. Um, you'll have to come on again to, oh my God, look at this image that you have Joe Nichols alien timeline. I love yeah. this. We'll post this on our Instagram. Okay, cool. Awesome. I always like to give yeah. a little bit of visual, visual aid yeah, and whatnot. No, that's amazing. Um, Elle, we'll have to have you on again for like seven different things. Um, <laughs> Look out, but, Melissa. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, Melissa's never coming back. Sorry. Um, also, she, I got distracted for a second because she texted me during while we were recording saying baby just projectile vomited for the first time. Oh, so no. she's having a she's having a fun time. Um, <laughs> Elle, if people want to reach you, if you want to be reached or followed or any of that kind of stuff, uh, where can people do so? Or you can just say, no, fuck off. Don't, don't follow yeah, me anymore. Yeah, no, it's fine. I'm on. On uh, Instagram and Twitter under L Belange. So it's B-E-L-A-N-G-E. Um, yeah, you can find me there if you want to chat conspiracies or just see what my boring I work most of the time life looks like. <laughs> and are you in the Discord? Oh, I'm definitely in the Discord. Yeah. What's your name in the Discord? I think it's the same thing. It's under L Belange. Okay, cool. Awesome. Uh, well, thank you so much. I know you're busy. Thank you so much for giving us your time. I really, really appreciate it. Um, and uh, neither of us are lizard people, or are we? I don't know. You fit the criteria, like you said. So <laughs> I do fit the criteria. Anyways, this is Elle and Allie, the new hosts of Web Crawlers, signing off. <laughs> Bye. Bye. An Erio's original. Powered by ACAS. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust Oleum's new Custom Spray 5 in 1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.